0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Friday, October the 8th. Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a great day, and let's talk about some video game news. And our first story here comes from Bungie, because they have officially announced that they are going to be once again retiring content from Destiny 2. This time around, it's going to be the Forsaken expansion, as well as the Tangled Shore destination and both of those are entering what they call the Destiny Content Vault. Now, this is super important because the content that is being cycled out, it's not like Fortnite, where everything was free to begin with, and it's just even more free things coming up. These are expansions that were 40 American dollars, released in 2018, and now people who bought it are no longer going to be able to play it, with just kind of this lofty promise that Bungie is going to cycle things back in at some point. Now, of course, this isn't the first time that they've done this. Uh, The last time they did it was the first time they did it, and back then they claimed that cycling content was going to be necessary because of technical limitations. The game was too big, and rather than building a Destiny 3, which was able to accommodate all of that or just introduce new stuff, uh, they wanted to keep Destiny 2 and have it constantly evolving. Of course, players are understandably miffed about this. Having a paid service disappear from being playable at all is not really a great feeling. Especially when it's still a very active game, and the expansions are not that old. You know, when you look at other games being deprecated, it's usually because nobody's playing it and because it's super old. And that's not the case here. But obviously it is the necessary evil that Bungie chose to take. Uh, Anyway, these changes are going to take effect on February 22nd, when their upcoming expansion The Witch Queen is planned to release. And if you want to play Forsaken before it goes away, it's actually going to go free on December 7th. So as long as you can complete all the content within like two months, then you may as well do that. On November 15th, Xbox is going to be celebrating the 20th anniversary of the original console's launch. Xbox is turning 20 years old. It's wild. So to celebrate, they're releasing two accessories in the kind of traditional Xbox colors. The first iteration, which is of course a stark black and a very vibrant green compared to now, which is a little easier on the eyes. Uh, So they have a new controller, which has a translucent faceplate that lets you see the internal details. And they've also put the original Xbox logo where the logo typically goes on the controller. Otherwise, it's the standard Xbox controller that we can currently buy. And then the same thing with the headset that they're producing. Same color schemes, etc. Xbox is also partnering with Razer for a quick charge stand. So you can put your Xbox on on the stand and it'll fully charge the controller. Anyway, super cool. Great throwback. Uh, If I was in the market for a controller right now, I would definitely pick that up. Okay, and our final story is that the Halo Master Chief Collection is going to be going into its eighth and final season. So the season is called Mythic, and it's super interesting. They're bringing like a medieval theme to the game. It has a number of feudal style armor sets inspired by mythical warriors and Roman fashion and stuff. It's not what you would expect for Halo, but it looks super, super cool. Uh, and then it's going to come with some other things. They, they've they got a new map heading to Halo 3. They're adding custom game support for the first three games in the franchise. I'm surprised it didn't have that already. But uh, anyway, I thought I would bring this up because it's the last thing that they're doing before Halo Infinite comes out. Obviously, they're going to be focusing on that as a live ops game. And I just feel like the MCC was a collection done right, at least towards the end. Obviously, when it started, it was extremely rough for probably a few years. But over the course of time, it expanded into what I would call the definitive versions of Halo from the first to the fourth game. I think for longstanding franchises like this, it's just a tremendous effort for games preservation and just keeping those things alive that people still want to play. I mean, imagine if we had something like this for Assassin's Creed or I don't know, Call of Duty, right? I would love to play some of those older Call of Duties again, but it's never going to release unless it's a remake with a full A price. Anyway, this season is going to launch on October 13th, and that's just one month before Halo Infinite on November 15th. And hey folks, that is all of the news that I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and also a huge thank you to everybody who supported me over on the new Patreon page. It sincerely means a lot, it went so, so well. Uh, And I just want to give you one final reminder, there's just a few days left. If you want to get a handwritten postcard from me, make sure you head over to patreon.com slash thegamingobserver, or you'll redirect from thegamingobserver.com automatically. Uh, if you feel like you get any kind of value out of this show, it would really mean a lot to me if you were able to give me, like, a cup of coffee every month. And, uh, you know, if you sign up soon, I'll, I'll send a postcard your way. I'd also like to give a tremendous thank you to our Gaming Observer producers, Anna Marie, Anthony, Bernie, Raw Death 21 RedFlem, Rob Matzker, and Telesthesia. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. And my friends, I'll be back with some variety shows this weekend, back with the news on Monday. So until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, folks. Uh, Hey, you know what I did today? I finished Marvel's Spider-Man. It is literally the first game that I finished since August, according to my uh, little game tracker. So what is that? August, September, October what 2 months i guess and uh the last game that i finished was the last of us on on the playstation 4 cuz i really want to power through them before i no longer have them right so up next for me is horizon zero dawn then i'm going to try shadow of the colossus though i don't know if i'm going to like it still deciding whether or not i'm going to purchase god of war i'm not sure about that like i really want the game i want to play the game but i don't know if i want to buy it and then on the docket is of course the last of us part 2 and hopefully Miles Morales, if I can get my hands on it, apparently it's being lent out to somebody else right now, but might be able to expedite it. I don't know. I feel like I could keep playing Spider-Man right now, for sure, now that I've finished the story. And if I wasn't on a time crunch here, I would keep playing it. But I don't know that I need, like, more of it, if that makes sense. If, like, I know Miles Morales is basically more of the same. I'm gonna enjoy more of the same. I don't need more of the same. Like, you might want, Like like, the developer might want me to need it I don't know. I'll talk more about my experiences playing the game this weekend, but actually tomorrow. Anyway, I'm just very happy that it's done. It's over with in a good way. Uh, what else is going on? I finished Spider-Man. I got to say, uh, I, you know, I've been writing the newsletter for a couple of weeks for, for this show, right? There's an accompaniment newsletter. to. If you didn't know, <laughs> sorry, let me let me rephrase. If you have ever wanted this show in written form, just go to uh, thegamingobserver.substack.com or just, you know, Google the Gaming Observer Newsletter. Uh, It's a daily email that goes out, which is basically just the script of this show. I've been writing it the, the past couple of weeks, and I found that the more I try and improve the newsletter to be an enticing piece of writing, the better it actually makes this show. For example, back before I wasn't writing the newsletter, I would have looked at today's news and been like, oh my god, there is nothing to talk about. And I might have come on here and been like, Sorry, folks, you know, nothing to say or whatever. And what writing the newsletter forced me to do is really be like, okay, what is interesting about this story? Because it's very easy for me to come on the microphone and be like, hey, Xbox is doing something fun with accessories. Oh, you remember the old days of Xbox, blah, blah, blah. You know, like I can improvise and say something interesting out of my butt. But with writing, you can't really do that. At least I can't. I'm sure many people can. I can't. If I'm writing, I need it to be very intentional, very specific. And so when I'm looking at the stories now, I have to be like, what makes this interesting? Specifically, if I were to put my writing in front of somebody and they had to read it, how would they walk away and be like, oh, that's cool. And literally like asking that question to myself with the newsletter has improved, like I was saying, improved this show because like the bungee story was kind of hidden. It's something they're doing. It's kind of a-, a niche community that isn't going to affect everybody. But what's interesting is how they are blocking paid content. That has ramifications for the larger industry. And I didn't really click into that until I was writing it down. Same with the Xbox accessories. I think I don't report on that kind of thing very often. And certainly if this was a bigger news day, then I I wouldn't have. But I think the fact that they're doing some branding and kind of reusing some logos and some color schemes, I feel like corporations are so hesitant to do that kind of thing. But the fact that they're actually leaning into nostalgia here is really cool. There's something there. And I was very quick to dis- dismiss that early on. So anyway, I-, I don't know really what the point of what I'm saying is, other than I'm glad I'm writing the newsletter. I think it's actually helping. And it's it, it, really what it's helping me do is find the nuggets, right? It's really easy to be like, new game coming out. Game came out. Here's what the reviews are. And those are the things I want to do because it's what people are talking about and what you want to know about. But if there isn't anything big like that, then what am I going to do? I don't, I don't want to just end early. I want to find the nuggets, or I want to comment on a larger trend. And uh, anyway, I'm just I'm just here to say I'm glad it's going successfully, <laughs> at least in my opinion. Uh, hey, we're out of time. Thanks for being here. Final, final, final reminder: Patreon.com/slash/TheGamingObserver. You have very little time left if you want a postcard. I mean, okay, if you're a day or two late, just send me a DM. I can I can still send you one. It's not a big deal. But it's a special offer for a reason, right? I need to know how many postcards to buy. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow. So until then, ciao.